Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Childhood, a weekly podcast where we revisit our childhood favorite movies and video games to see if they still hold up as adults. Last week's Adam's Family sequel was so much fun, and we hope everyone is ready to fall accidentally in love because this week we're watching yet another iconic sequel, Shrek 2. Ooh! <laughs> We really do. We hope you're ready to endure blistering winds and scorching deserts. And insane (laughs) (laughs) in-laws. Truly perilous. Yes, exactly. So first, we will dive into some background info about this hilarious film, then share some fun facts behind the making of Shrek 2. Then we'll give a plot refresher and decide if Shrek 2 still holds up 17 years after its release. Or if it's as good as Shrek 1. Very true. (laughs) Shrek 2 is a 2004 American computer animated comedy film loosely based on the 1990 picture book Shrek by William Stig. The film was directed by Andrew Adamson, Kelly Asbury, and Conrad Vernon and is the second installment in the Shrek film franchise. What? The second film? I didn't know that considering the name (laughs) was Shrek 2. (laughs) No idea. Shrek part two. (laughs) Shrek two. Another one. Another one. (laughs) The second one. This film stars the voice talents of Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, and Cameron Diaz, who reprise their roles from the first film. But this time around, they're joined by the new characters, voiced by Antonio Banderas, Julie Andrews, John Cleese, Rupert Everett, and Jennifer Saunders. Shrek 2 actually premiered at the 2004 Cannes Film Festival, where it competed for the Palme d'Or. It was later released in theaters on May 19, 2004, and met with highly favorable reviews. The film grossed $919.8 million worldwide. Oh my god. (laughs) I actually love that, like, this film and the original Shrek both premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. Like, it's so funny. (laughs) they're like this is a piece of culture this is a piece of cinema (laughs) i don't know why i just see a bunch of people like dressing fancy and being like oh i can't wait to see what this year's movies are what dramas they have in store for us (laughs) and then it's like an ogre picking his ear like (laughs) and it starts off with what a load of crap (laughs) first one Worth it. Oh my gosh. Also, I'm never doing Shrek's voice again because I literally sound like the Lucky Charms leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) Scottish, Irish, they're close. They're after me swamp. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So the first Shrek only grossed $487.9 million worldwide, which is like still amazing. Yeah. But the second film basically doubled that and more. So... Shrek 2 not only beat its predecessor in the box office, but it also went on to become the highest grossing film of 2004, which means Shrek 2 beat out Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Spider-Man 2, and The Incredibles for that honor. Honestly, not to spoil anything, but (laughs) (laughs) well-deserved. So funny. 
And to this day, Shrek 2 is also DreamWorks Animation's most successful film. It received two Academy Award nominations for Best Animated Feature and Best Original Song. And its associated soundtrack charted in the top 10 on the U.S. Billboard 200. This film was actually the first sequel to be nominated for Best Animated Feature. So basically, this movie was a really big deal. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was nominated for this. And then it was nominated for this. And then I did this. Oh my god. (laughs) Although I will say the first Shrek did win the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. So Shrek 1 ran so that Shrek 2 could fly. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Literally, all of this is well-deserved. Like, I'm not mad at right. any of this. <laughs> right. Shrek 1 jumped so that Shrek 2 could dunk. Okay. And let's be real. One day, Shrek 2 will probably join the first Shrek movie in the Library of Congress National Film Registry because it is culturally <laughs> significant. <laughs> it is. Aesthetically, culturally. <laughs> Emotionally. Worldwide. <laughs> Shrek is the original Mr. Worldwide. Move away, Pitbull. Move away. Dale. (laughs) More like donkey. (laughs) I might need a minute. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But also, did you know that Shrek has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I feel like I did know that because I feel like I've seen it. (laughs) I love that so much. It's so well-deserved. I want to know because every star has to buy their their star on the Walk of Fame. Like you don't usually just get one. Yeah, movie stars buy their star on the Walk of Fame. What kind of scam is this? Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe DreamWorks bought it for Shrek. They were like, this needs to be here. Clearly Shrek couldn't buy it. He's not real. So like did Mike Myers? Maybe. (laughs) What is happening? I don't... There's a few animated characters who are on the Walk of Fame, so maybe oh their their various studios bought it for them. Maybe the $919.8 million, maybe they had like a small budget put aside just for a star. <laughs> they had a Hollywood star like could, like jar like with pennies in it. Like. <laughs> with every dollar they made, they put like they a They put penny it in the in. jar. They had like a little piggy bank. <laughs> Well, y'all, if you haven't seen this film since the early 2000s or haven't had the pleasure of seeing mythical creatures endure real-world struggles, here's a plot summary for Shrek 2 coming straight from the source, DreamWorks.com. Ooh. Happily ever after never seemed so far, far away when a trip to meet the in-laws turns into a hilariously twisted adventure for Shrek and Fiona. With the help of his faithful donkey, Shrek takes on a potion-brewing fairy godmother, the pompous Prince Charming, and the ogre killer Puss in Boots. Will true love truly conquer all? Will it? Will it? (laughs) All right, let's get into our fun facts. Let's do it. All right, so jumping into our fun facts. Yes. The first fun fact is that the producers swear that when they decided to put a Justin Timberlake poster above Princess Fiona's bed, they actually had no idea that Cameron Diaz had just started dating Justin Timberlake in real life. (laughs) They had like no idea. It was supposed to be a funny joke because that was like Justin Timberlake's era. Like that's when he was really popular. So yeah, they did that. And then they were like, oh, they're actually dating. And then Justin Timberlake was given a role in Shrek the Third. <laughs> Honestly, I never thought about that until rewatching this movie, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> they actually dated? That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so good. That's amazing. So good. Um, 
And now it's solidified in the Library of Congress. <laughs> it needs to be. It should be. It, it, it needs, needs to, be. to be. Like, petition, guys. <laughs> yeah. We should start a petition, honestly. We should. Okay, so my first fun fact is when Mongo is hit, Mongo's the giant gingerbread man, if anyone didn't know that, because, like, I forgot. I didn't even know he had a name <laughs> until rewatching it. When Mongo is hit by the flaming catapult ball, his roar is the same roar as the original Japanese Godzilla. Wow. It's a good roar. <laughs> it's a good one. It's so funny. It's very memorable. So funny. So my second and last fun fact, because it's very long, oh, is <laughs> there are some other spoofs of famous signs and stores in the background of Far, Far Away. So they first have Burger Prince, which is Burger King, <laughs> Old Navery for Old Navy, <laughs> Far, Far Away sign is the Hollywood sign, yeah. Saxon Fifth Avenue is Saks Fifth Avenue, Romeo Drive is Rodeo Drive, or Rodeo <laughs> Drive. Versachery is Versace. <laughs> Gap Queen is Gap Kids. Farbucks Coffee oh is Starbucks. <laughs> I was wondering what that sign said because I recognize yep. the Starbucks logo. Yep, Farbucks Coffee. That's amazing. Friars Fat Boy is Bob's Big Boy. Tower <laughs> of London Records is Tower Records. Baskin Robin Hood for Baskin <laughs> Robbins. FFPS for the USPS. <laughs> So Barney's good. Old York, Barney's New York, Abercrombie and Witch, Abercrombie and Fitch, and FFAPD, which is Far Far Away PD, which is the LAPD. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so good. So good. It's so good. I feel like they just had a field day when it came to all the background stuff. They were like, what can we do to make this hilarious and absolutely amazing? Wouldn't you? Honestly, <laughs> Goals. That is the one job I want to have in life. (laughs) To just make puns on real life names. (laughs) Exactly. For the backgrounds of movies that people probably don't even know until they start their own podcast and do research on each movie. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And my last fun fact is that Antonio Banderas is the proud owner of several cats and studied them very intensely for his interpretation of Puss in Boots, which is actually hilarious to me because it's a voice role. Like, <laughs> he did not have to do that much. He's a method actor. <laughs> oh my gosh. I could just imagine him putting on like cat ears and drawing a face, you like know? a nose and whiskers on his face. I hope that he did. <laughs> I honestly think he missed his calling in the movie Cats. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If Antonio Banderas had shown up in Cats. Oh, my God. Yes. And he's just like living la vida loca. (laughs) I would have died. I've never Um, seen Cats and I never want to. (laughs) Me either. It looks scary. It does look like the thing of nightmares. But I do have a joke for you. I have a a Shrek joke that I heard yesterday. Ooh, tell me. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Set the stage. <clears throat> Great. <laughs> How do ogres relax? Uh, not well. <laughs> Other than a mud bath. How? <laughs> Other than a mud bath, they Shrek flicks and chill. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> That's exhausting. I love it. <laughs> Okay, what do you get if you cross an ogre movie with a sci-fi TV show? Oh, I don't know. What? Star Shrek. I'm tired. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm turning off the podcast, y'all. 
Okay, one more and then I'm done, I promise. Okay, okay. I just needed a laugh. I can't. What do you get <laughs> if you cross two squares with an ogre? I don't know. Is Does it have something to do with layers and onions? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although that might be funnier. <laughs> a Shrek tangle. Got, bye. Bye. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'm putting my headphones up. Bye, guys. We'll <laughs> turn off next my week. microphone. <laughs> see you next week, guys. See ya. It's we gotta real. go. <laughs> <laughs> so how much did we actually watch Shrek 2 as kids? I watched it a few times. I watched it a few times. This yeah. came out... Goodness. This came out when I was in like fifth or sixth grade. So you're so old. Yeah, I was a bit older, but I still watched it because I remember the fairy godmother like very vividly yeah. from being a child and like that whole musical number. And I remember really <laughs> liking this as a kid. So yeah, I think I watched it a, probably a few times, probably like a handful of times. What about you? I think I watched the first one more, but um, yeah, 100%. I've, yeah, but I saw this a few times. Nothing crazy. I wasn't really that. I, I wouldn't say I wasn't that big of a fan of it, but it wasn't the first movie I would turn to. When I wanted to watch like Shrek or something funny, you know? Right, right. But do you have any nostalgic memories of watching this as a kid? Like what was your favorite part other than the fairy godmother breaking it down at the end? Oh God. The fairy godmother is my favorite part of this whole movie. She's so funny. (laughs) She's by far the greatest. I want to be her for a Halloween. Again, everybody, if you're keeping tally, write that down. Um, (laughs) So... I want to be here for Halloween so badly, but... Can I be Prince Charming? Yeah, 100%. We're matching. But I think <laughs> the part that I remembered the most about this, it's it's literally when Mongo is, like, attacking... It's it's just it's like the whole end scene. I know it's like the fairy godmother, but it's like her singing I need a hero. And I think most right. people can agree that's probably the most memorable scene of the whole movie. Oh my god. But it's gosh. her singing I need a hero while Shrek is riding Donkey and they're fighting with the giant gingerbread man and like yeah. that whole battle scene is like so good. It's all so the mayhem and dramatic. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Obviously, I remember Puss in Boots. Oh, yes. so much. Because Antonio Banderas's performance in that, like, honestly, it's basically like he was in the movie himself. I can't even, like... Do you think it's from studying all his cats? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think he voiced, he voiced Puss in Boots both in the American and the Latin versions, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, which is amazing. Yeah. It's just... like when, um, didn't Jackie Chan do the same thing for Mulan or something? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He voiced Li Shang in the Chinese version of the movie. Oh, that's so cool. Why did I not know that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you We haven't done a Mulan that. episode. We didn't have the fun facts. <laughs> right. And I don't think he did it in the original Mulan, but no, it was no, still no. Like, really cool to find out that he actually voiced Li Shang in the Chinese version. That's awesome. Love that. Yeah. Love Jackie Chan as oh, well. Yes. But yeah, like I remember having the biggest crush on Antonio Banderas after watching Spy Kids. I still have the biggest Love crush on him. Antonio Banderas. Like it's never died. Right. Even with that cheesy little fake mustache. <laughs> and Spy Kids. On him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> whatever I'm in love with him it was so bad but I love him I love it I think I remember most Puss in Boots and then I remembered Friar's Fat Boy when she's like my diet is ruined yeah and he's like one medieval meal and he gives him the axe through the carrot yes she's like this comes with the medieval meal (laughs) so good so I guess let's get into what it was like for us to rewatch let's do it because I can't wait 
Um, I rewatched this a lot. So prefacing, yes. but I have rewatched <laughs> this like 75 times. So I, I love it. Love this movie. This is to me, this is one of the very few times that a sequel is on the same level of humor and goodness as the original, which I think can be very, very hard to achieve. Yeah. And I'm less enthusiastic about Shrek the third, but I really believe that Shrek two is equally as funny as Shrek one. Yeah. This makes me want to buy the picture book like the original Shrek oh yeah book yeah it's I'm so interested to see how similar it is or what they actually took from the real story oh yeah that's a good point yeah I don't think I've ever looked up what the book or you know how they differ in any way yeah but yeah I thought this movie was hilarious I think that Shrek the third and Shrek ever after i think mm-hmm. it's the fourth one is called yeah. can just like go away yeah honestly it'll it's only good with the first and second one and then the rest of them are kind of meh meh yeah the only thing we've talked about before that i remember from the third one is when he's like someone better be dying he's like i'm dying oh my gosh <laughs> and it's only because it was like it was trending yeah wasn't it trending on social media probably I feel like the more I saw it, the funnier it got. Um, it's but so that funny. was one of the best cuts in like Hollywood history. It was so funny. Speaking of John Cleese as the <laughs> the frog prince or now the frog king. Yeah. He, if you remember, was also the frog in The Swan Princess. <laughs> he was. John Cleese frog I love lives that forever. So <laughs> I love it. There needs to be like a a cinematic universe where he just keeps playing frog people. That's genuinely like I would make a petition for that. Like John Cleese is only allowed to play frogs. (laughs) Yes. And it's so funny because John Cleese actually he's been in so much. I didn't realize how much he's been. Yeah, he's been in so much. But the only thing I really think of him from or that I actually picture his face from and I know his name and his face from is Rat Race. Have you ever seen Rat Race? I don't think so. That movie is absolutely hilarious. If anyone wants to just laugh their butts off, go watch Rat Race. (laughs) It is so funny. Talk about like an all-star cast. It's got Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, wow. It's got Cuba Gooding Jr. It's got so many people in it. Like, it's insane. Um, Kathy Najmi, so many people, but that's the only thing that I remember him like his face from, and it's so funny because he's such an a hole in that Aww. movie. <laughs> but it, it's in a funny way. So like, oh my gosh, wow! And Mr. Bean's in that movie. I think we need to put that movie. We should put that movie on the list. I've never seen it, but I don't. Is it a children's movie or is it? No, but I watched it growing up, so. <laughs> so it'll be like our Austin Powers episode. It's not a children's movie, but exactly. we watched it when we probably shouldn't have. <laughs> exactly, and bring it on. Exactly. Oh, exactly, yeah. But it's funny that Shrek 2 is actually on our November countdown because the only part that's really similar to like Thanksgiving and stuff is the intro when they're going through the candy the gingerbread house I was like I just want to eat that entire house I feel like they when they get to the castle though and far far away there's also like the whole meal like the huge like long table that has like all the oh, food yeah. on it so like that's Thanksgiving that's true, if yeah. Thanksgiving ish if y'all want oh like my a gosh. little <laughs> that's like Thanksgiving on steroids that dinner didn't even go together <laughs> like, what is no cohesive theme here we're all over the place this is decadence for the sake of decadence right and there's no sides all they had was like soup and meat 
It was like, here's turkey, here's ham. Very medieval, here's, very medieval. Here's lobster. Here, it was insane. But I thought it was hilarious. It starts off with Prince Charming making his way to Fiona, and she's not there anymore. It's just the big bad wolf, and he's in bed reading Pork Illustrated. Yes. Oh my gosh. But I love how he went through snow, deserts, and I feel like Shrek didn't do any of that. Yeah, no. It was like this really <laughs> long, dramatic journey, and like, buddy, you just had to walk through an onion field to get there. Like, right. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> right. He's like, I endured blistering winds and scorching deserts. <laughs> I climbed to the highest bloody room in the tallest bloody tower, and I was like, Shrek didn't do... Any yeah, he didn't need to do that. any of that. So, like, y'all wild. <laughs> Though I will say, and right. before anybody else points it out, we all know that he looks like Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones in the first season. Oh, my god! When I first saw Jamie Lannister, like, because obviously I had seen this as a child and the Game of Thrones came out so much later yeah. that when I first saw him in the first season of Game of Thrones, I was like, why did they cast Prince Charming from Shrek 2 in this? <laughs> I mean, minus the incest. Oh, yeah, I've got minus. um, (laughs) And then, like, there's other actors who people will point out to me and they'll be like, it's Handsome Shrek. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's so good. I need you to tell me one, like, right now. (laughs) Like, one is, have you seen Stranger Things? Yes. Okay, so Dacre Montgomery, who plays Billy, everybody thinks that he looks like Handsome Shrek. (laughs) That's amazing. I thought you were going to say the guy from Black Widow. I forget his real name, but uh, the oh. one that was in Stranger Things as well. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh, you mean David Harbour? Yes. I was about to say it's David or Daniel something. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. No, no, he no. Dacre Montgomery. Like handsome Shrek. <laughs> he looks more like handsome Squidward. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Drunk Russian Squidward. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I thought it was so funny. And then I also love that Fiona legit committed murder in the first five minutes. Yeah. I mean, you do what she you gotta do, her. you know? <laughs> yeah. She hit her with that John Wick. She just tossed her. <laughs> and that John she Wick. She gone. I'm dead. I've never seen John Wick. <laughs> if anyone. That's fine. That's fine. We're going to pretend that you have. Okay. <laughs> Lex, so how often have you rewatched this? Or has it been like a long time since you've actually seen this again? You know what? I used to nanny my niece, as many of you know, and there was a point in time where she just wanted to watch nothing but Shrek. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful time. I will never forget that time. Raised right, she's correct. She should only be watching Shrek. (laughs) She is a woman of grace and poise and taste, okay? She has immaculate taste. Really, she does. (laughs) But yeah, so we used to watch Shrek and Shrek 2 on repeat. Oh my God. um, Until my DVD player broke. And then, and yes, people, I still had a DVD player. She does. She sends me DVDs. (laughs) I don't have a DVD player. (laughs) (laughs) You never told me that. I keep these for sentimental value. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Guys, do you see this? She didn't even tell me she doesn't even have a DVD player. Are you kidding me? I get excited when you send me things. <laughs> oh my gosh. Steph just has like a Lex shelf. <laughs> I do. Like, just things that I've gotten from Lex over the years. You. It's like a shrine just for me. 
You deserve it. <laughs> it looks like I died in a car accident. In her I'll be like, I could still hear her voice. And you're like, I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm like, will you stop it? We're recording. Like, Sometimes I think I can still hear her on the wind. <laughs> what? What? What are they selling? <laughs> Sorry, guys. We are completely off the rails. We have both had very long work days. <laughs> and not enough caffeine. So... Basically, she commits murder in the first five minutes, and then they go back to the swamp, and I love that Donkey's there, and he's just like, two could be as bad as one. <laughs> so good. And I love that he got two sh- two fish, and he named them Shrek and Fiona. Yeah. And then they died. <laughs> They're both dead. <laughs> and then I like the onion carriage. The onion carriage gets me every yeah, time. So good. I think one of my favorite parts now is the trip to far, far away because that is so me on road trips now. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? I cannot sit still for that long. (laughs) I'm like, I need to stretch my legs. I need to get out. I need to watch a movie. Like, I got to jam out to music. I don't know how they did that. You know... It's like taking so a usual funny. flight, you know? <laughs> I like to think that, Sh- that like Shrek and Fiona, like the swamp, it, like where do you think it exists? Like in relation uh, to the U.S.? <laughs> Louisiana? Like what's a swampy area? Like maybe they live in Florida. Florida, Florida feels right. <laughs> Except <laughs> in Florida, it would have been a bunch of like crackheads dressed like the seven dwarves or the three little pigs or... <laughs> Is that not who took over his swamp in the first one? <laughs> But, um, yeah, so Donkey's basically me. And even on flights, like, you have movies to watch. What did they do back in the old days when they went on road trips and stuff? They actually talked to each other? Ugh. No, they, like, died of, like, cholera. Dysentery. (laughs) They have to, like, I think of, like, the Oregon Trail where they have to, like, ford the river. (laughs) They get bit by a snake. Their wagon wheel breaks, like... (laughs) It's like a Final Destination, but (laughs) the original Final Destination. I still say better out than in, I always say. Like, anytime anyone around me passes gas, I'm like, better out than in, eh? There's just so many good quotes from this. It's like, we would sit here for hours just trying to list them all. Oh my gosh. Like like we said before, the, my diet is ruined. Yes. Or when the um, fairy godmother makes her entrance and she's like, sexy man boy chauffeur Kyle. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Every time the guy with the Kyle bedazzled shirt comes in, it kills me. I always think of the scene where Shrek and Donkey go to her factory where she makes all the potions and they're talking to the guy at the front desk and I literally always say, they don't even have dental. (laughs) (laughs) They don't even have dental. It's so good. I can't wait for that to start. (laughs) If it hasn't already, it should be like a very popular meme, just like they don't even have and then like people just fill in the blank. Like McDonald's, they don't even have a working ice cream machine. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I mean, the best aspect of this film is, one, the fact that they don't take themselves too seriously ever in Shrek movies. And those are always the best kinds of movies. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like when he's like, why is it always midnight? Like just saying what everyone (laughs) thinks when it comes to movies, like fairy tale movies. And then just always like poking fun at everything. Like you said about the Burger Queen and all that stuff and... Just the small details make it so funny. Like, 
Yeah. It's just, it's so much fun to watch. And you're like, what, what is happening? Like the catnip when he's like, that's not mine. Or <laughs> and he pulls it in the little baggie. <laughs> yes. Or like the quote unquote pepper spray. And he's just grinding pepper in his eyes. It's just so stupid. That, is, but I love that one was so such much. a good touch. Like, yeah. Everything about this one, there's a million jokes you can make because you're basically just taking the yeah. real world and then like medievalizing it and like fantasy, like exactly. making it medieval fantasy. And then I exactly. think this, these, the, just in general, these movies, Shrek 1 and Shrek 2, do so well because they are such an original story. Yeah. But they also take so many pop culture references right. as well and like add it into this original story right and they do it without be they do it without being obnoxious and they do it without heavily playing into it like we said there's little things like that where if you don't look you're not going to notice that they're using a pepper grinder as pepper spray right it's like they're not in your face with it but it's also just it's very unique in the every single story I mean in this one this one has so many twists that like even you go back and you're like oh my god like Fiona's dad of course he's the frog prince there's all these hints to it throughout the entire movie and then you go back and watch it and you like pick up on all of them but like I said they're not directly in your face so when you first watch it it's like oh my god that's such a plot twist and the fact that Prince Charming is you know the fairy godmother's son that's a plot twist and there's there's just so many of them and I think they're all just really, really well done and unique and original. And I think that's what not only earned this awards or nominations, but has also earned it this title of a very good sequel. Yeah. I mean, I feel like part of me wants to almost dislike this movie because I kind of feel like a really good movie shouldn't pull so many aspects from other movies. You know what I mean? Like, this movie has so many references to other movies. But it's so funny and it's so enjoyable. So half of me is like, I feel like I shouldn't like this because it really is just, like, saying stuff like, I'm melting, or the sun will come out tomorrow, or, like, I hate Mondays and stuff like that. So it's, like, it's pulling so much from other movies and from real-life events but it's just so funny. So the other half of me is just like completely content and like, I love this movie so much. Yeah, I think it's hard if they use it. I think that's definitely warranted if they use it as a crutch. Like everything is a joke, but like in this, I think it's enjoyable because they do them. It just enhances the story. Yeah, Yeah. they do them in ways that are like really creative. You know, you can do a, I'm melting or like the the white Ford Bronco. (laughs) They do that joke and it's like, how else are you going to like squeeze that in there and you have to make these crazy scenarios or really funny moments where like you can suddenly just like sneak in that reference to something and it has to be unique and it has to be funny so yeah yeah I think they just did a really good job of making each one unique and clever in the way that they did it right exactly the one thing that I thought was really funny in this movie though basically Shrek tries to give Fiona her happily ever after for people who haven't seen this. Right. And in doing so, he goes to the fairy godmother's factory and he steals a potion that makes him turn human and turn beautiful and so that she can turn human as well. Because that's how it works. Like, it's you and your true love and you, go, you both turn beautiful. So basically, Fiona just turns back into herself and Shrek turns into a human. Yeah. And... At the end, when they're dancing and like, and then all of a sudden Shrek comes in and he saves Fiona from Prince Charming and from the fairy godmother. At the end, he's like, we can stay like this. 
if you want. And she's like, I want to live happily ever after with the ogre that I married. And they basically decide to remain ogres forever. Right. Which I thought was really cute. But at the same time, let's be real. If you had the chance to look like freaking Margot Robbie and have your significant other look like Chris (laughs) Evans or something, you mean to tell me you wouldn't take that in a heartbeat? Like, come on. It did not change their personalities. Oh, I am vain enough that, like, I absolutely would. Right. But I like the message of the movie that it's like, we love each other the way that we are. And that's all that matters, which, like... For a kid's movie, I think is a good message, but I think me personally, I'm trash and I would have taken the potion. <laughs> it's so sweet for children, but for, kids. for us realistic adults, <laughs> we're like, I want that handsome man because you know what? It's not like it changed their personalities. It just changed their appearances. Like it did not have to, they didn't ha- not have to stay ogres. Let's be oh, real. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, Tyler can stay the way that he looks. I just want to look like Margot Robbie. Like, that's my, right? <laughs> that's my draw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, please, please make me look like Margot Robbie and my significant <laughs> other look like, I can't even, like, I can't. I can't. That whole part, I was like, that's so sweet. But then also, so like, cute. why? The girla. <laughs> Swipe left. Bestie, like, what is you doing? Bestie. I'm like sitting and watching it with popcorn in my lap and I'm like munching away like, no. <laughs> I thought it was so cute. The poison apple idea for the bar. I was like, that would have been such a cute bar concept. Yeah. Um, For like a real restaurant. I wonder if that actually exists. I hope so. That would be amazing. That'd be really cool. And they serve nothing but apple-flavored drinks and apple-flavored, like, food. That would be bomb. I'd go there in a heartbeat. Right? Especially during Halloween. Like, come on. Just, like, fall in general. Like, I'd even go now, like, yeah. get, to get, like, apple cider and stuff. Right? Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Let's put everything down right now. Let's go. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll see ya. But, yeah, so, honestly... My last note on this film, because I really did love this and I loved all the twists and I identify heavily with the fairy godmother. Mood. She is amazing. She's the one. And so extra. I will say my favorite thing about the Shrek movies is the movies is, <laughs> is the movies, is the cast songs at the end. Yes, always. <laughs> I love them. It's such a cute touch. Yeah, I love this one because this one also has Simon Cowell at the end. Yeah. It's got American Idol. It's so good. I do remember that actually from being a kid. I remember only wanting to watch the end for the American Idol part. (laughs) And the first one too had the same thing where they were like, uh, staying alive, staying alive. And Farquaad was in the, was in Dragon's Belly, which is not on the movie now. Like when you look it up on streaming services and stuff, it's not there. It's like a deleted scene or like a special extra scene. Yeah. And I mean, you can find it on YouTube yeah. and like watch it there, but it's insanity. It's like, I'm like, don't this be is the rude. best part of the movie. It's so good. Yeah. You know what? I'm giving Shrek one four stars now because of that. <laughs> Give the streaming service four stars. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, that's the last note that I had about this movie. It's so much fun to watch. All right. And I love that it's like kid friendly and adult friendly. Yeah, 100%. All right. So Lex... What would you change about this film to make it better? Or is it even possible for this to get better? Um, Honestly, I probably would have changed 
seeing the dad more, the mom and dad more, because first of all, Julie Andrews, let's be real. I need more of her always. She's a queen and she deserves to only play that role in every movie. You're absolutely correct. I just thought thought it was really funny how the entire first movie, we don't even see them or hear about them. And like, you know that her parents put her in the tower for that long, but you never right. see them being actual parents. So it's like they're introduced in the second movie and you're supposed to care about them, but you're kind of like, okay, but you guys are y'all trash. wasn't with me. Yeah. <laughs> like y'all wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Like, let's be real. It's... <laughs> It's like, why am I supposed to care about you? You put her in a tower and we never saw you. Like, what kind of parents? And now they just thought that they had, like, this control over her life, which I didn't really like. But, um, yeah, that's really it. I kind of would have liked to see them be at least better parents or maybe um, see them at least once or twice in the first movie or before, you know, maybe like a flashback or something. Yeah, I think my thing was... As much as they put in little hints about the dad being the frog prince, I would have yeah. liked additional footage of him or additional yeah. stuff about like how like just another little hint because I, when I point, I had to point yeah. it out later to like I think the last time we watched this we were in Hawaii and I pointed out to okay. Tyler and our friends. No, it's it's relevant okay. because we were sitting with a group of friends and <laughs> I pointed it out and everybody was like, oh, I didn't even catch that. And I'm like, I, so that's why I'm like, I wish that it had some other little part where it like gives at least a small hint. It doesn't have to be a big one, but just like a little hint about it. So that's my only thing. We just needed more. We just needed more. But yeah, so for critic ratings, Shrek 2 received a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, an 89% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a 69% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, haha, and 5 out of 5 stars on Common Sense Media. <laughs> I'm 12. So weird that this got a 69% audience score. Like, sorry, what? Get taste? Right. Maybe? <laughs> like, That's this insanity! Is, this is a work of art and culture like especially for something that made over 900 million dollars in the box office you guys gave this a 69 percent like please this is such a good movie like hey just to give a little comparison to the original the 2001 film received a 7.9 out of 10 on imdb an 88 percent critic rating on rotten tomatoes a 90 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes and five out of five stars on common sense media so the only really big change was the audience score which is again weird to me because everyone i know is like obsessed with this movie right right that's insanity 21 percent difference that's insanity that feels fake it feels inflated somehow or like deflated that feels false i feel like someone just wanted the number 69 fake news fake news i feel like (laughs) oh you're probably right (laughs) right i feel like the audience was just like you know what let's stop voting and just leave it at 69 percent because that's funny that's funny because we're children and we're five years old of course But yeah, so we can rate this film on a scale of A plus to F minus. A plus meaning this movie is far, far better than the original. The new characters are hilarious. And I mean, how many cats can wear boots? Honestly, F (laughs) minus means this film doesn't measure up to the hype of the original at all. Which is funny. I feel like that's a Lord Farquaad joke. (laughs) The plot was painfully predictable. And this makes me want to cough up a hairball. Based off this rating scale, what would you rate Shrek 2? 
Mm, it's hard. We said A plus is it's better than the original, but I'm still going to yeah. give it an A plus because I think it's on par with the original. So I think Shrek and Shrek two are both A pluses for me. I know. I what about you? Agree, and I feel like Yay. that's such a cop out. Um, <laughs> I will say, okay, I'm going to give Shrek two an A just because I would turn to Shrek one before I would return to Shrek two. That's fair. I would do either yeah. one. If anybody was like, do you want to watch Shrek? I'd be like one or two. <laughs> right. Because both are so good. <laughs> Whereas if somebody asked me if I wanted to watch Shrek one or two, I'd be like one. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. So we're on Instagram at Chasing Childhood Podcast and on Facebook at Just Chasing Childhood. So be sure to give us a rating on whatever listening platform you're using to tune in. Yes. And make sure to give us a follow because our November watch list is now uploaded on social media. Yes, it is. And we have two more movies coming out. It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) We hope everyone has a wonderful end to your week. And we'll see you next week. Live in la vida loca. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.